Greetings and welcome to the Kiss My Aesthetic podcast, episode number four, what is a brand designer? If you are new to the marketing and design world, this lingo can be somewhat confusing, so I'm going to break it down, the difference between a logo designer and a brand designer, what a brand designer actually is, what a brand designer actually does, what you should be looking for in your brand designer, as well as how you might want to become a brand designer if you happen to be a wannabe designer that's listening to this podcast. So we'll jump right into it and I'll try to hit as many of these points in as concise of sentences as possible, but no promises. If there is a topic that you specifically want more information on, please, please, please DM me, message me on Facebook, post it in the group, and I can break down any one of these topics into its own episode. But for general purposes, let's get into it. Kiss my aesthetic branding marketing entrepreneurship. You're listening to the Kiss My Aesthetic podcast. I'm your host, brand designer, creative, and social media junkie, Michelle Winterstein of MKW Creative Co. And I'm here to share strategies, hacks, and know-how on branding, marketing, and entrepreneurship for the online-minded small business owner. In this podcast, I'll be sharing interviews, solo episodes, and even more to help you up-level your brand by turning your visions into visuals and connecting with your ideal audience online. Let's get to today's episode. First and foremost, we need to understand what a brand actually is. We need to think back to the beginning of branding as we know it, which is the idea of heating up that hot steak in the fire and branding your cattle or branding your livestock to say this mark or this symbol means that this property, this animal belongs to me and my farm. Obviously, that's not the modern context of branding, but that is where the word comes from. So if we think about a more modern idea, I would say my own definition of branding is how a business or a person communicates themselves into the world, which seems really broad and seems also very vague. And that's on purpose because we can think about branding in a lot of different contexts. Obviously, for the purposes of this podcast and what I do, I'm talking about visual branding, but you can absolutely have audio branding and you could have PR branding. You could have copywriting that is branding. You could have brand positioning, which is part of branding. In my mind, though, branding really is going to be that majority visual information. Over 70% of the information we take in as humans is visual. So it makes a lot of sense that when we talk about branding, people default to what the visual brand is. Now, there's a big difference between a logo and a brand. These two words get used very interchangeably. They definitely do not mean the same thing. A logo refers to the specific artwork, graphic, typography, or combination of icon and typography that stand in for the visual cues of that business. So the Nike swoosh, the Starbucks mermaid, the Target target, those are all logos. They are not the whole brand. A brand, on the other hand, is the system in which the logo plays a very small portion of the overall feel and visual communication. So when we're thinking of that ecosystem, really the logo is only a small piece and portion of 
also the color palette, the photography style, the fonts, the supporting elements, the icons, the patterns, the textures, etc. A brand designer is responsible for pulling all those pieces and parts together in a way that best communicates an ideal client's wants, needs, desires, etc. So the way that clients work with me is they either have a business or they're looking to start a business and they need everything. They need a professional opinion on how the heck this thing should look. So I come in, spend a lot of time with them on the research phase and really trying to understand what they're looking for, what their ideal client is looking for, their mission, their vision, their goals, as well as who their competitors are in that space and start to piece together the different cues that all of those pieces of information are giving us. So we want to figure out, okay, we're going to borrow a little bit of this style, we're going to mishmash it with that, and we're going to pull all these pieces and parts together in a way that's going to communicate what you're after. My background is in fine arts and art history, so I love to pull in an art historical reference every now and again, but really having an understanding of composition, line, shape, color, form, contrast, really these foundations of art, I think, definitely aid in the brand design process. Like I said, big difference between a logo and a brand, also a big difference between a logo designer and a brand designer. A logo designer is really just going to give you that piece of artwork for you to use as a logo. They're not necessarily considering how that logo is positioned within your target market, amongst your competitors, etc., And a logo designer may pigeonhole you into only having one piece of brand collateral. What happens if you just have a logo designer that gives you a logo and now you need to make up an email newsletter? Do you know what fonts you're going to use? Do you know what your hex codes are? Do you know how it's going to lay out and what the visual style is going to be of that newsletter? Probably not. Whereas a brand designer, on the other hand, wants to give you all the tools you could possibly ever need to build out anything on behalf of your brand. It's kind of like you're going to go build a treehouse, for example, and the Home Depot came over to your backyard and laid out all your materials in a row. They laid out the wood, they laid out the hammer, the nails, they laid out the paints, the glues, the staples, the, anything that you could possibly need was laid out for you. Now, whatever you want to make that treehouse look like, whether you want to make it a treehouse or a shed or whatever for on behalf of your brand, you know that because you're working with this limited number of materials, it's going to look consistent. That's really what we're after is consistency. There's, of course, the no like trust factor when it comes to branding and marketing. You want someone to know you, know you enough to like you, like you enough to trust you. And once they trust you, they will buy from you. Anybody with a business is in the business of helping people. So by positioning yourself on this no-like-trust scale, you're creating that ongoing relationship with your ideal client. A brand designer has a much better understanding of this than a logo designer. If you think about it this way, here's another visual analogy for you. Think of Russian nesting dolls. Do you have this picture in your head? So there's the little one, and then the next one is bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger, kind of like layers of an onion, where at the very center, you do have a logo designer. A logo designer technically is using the skill sets, using the softwares, using the time, energy, creativity to actually physically make that artwork, that logo artwork. I would say the next layer out on that Russian nesting doll is your brand designer. 
A brand designer is a logo designer who also has a little bit greater of an understanding of your brand positioning, right? So they have a more of a bird's eye view of like, okay, if we mix this and that, and we pull these kind of photography, these kind of color palettes, these kind of supporting elements, then we're just, we're going a little bit beyond what this, just the logo is here. We're creating more of a system. Go one more layer out from that Russian nesting doll, then you're getting into brand strategy and design, which is obviously going to be brand design as well as more of an ongoing strategy where it says, okay, now you have your branding. Let's also make this thing work. And then I think one layer outside of that would be like a branding marketing agency where they're going to do every asset, every uh, dimension of that brand and make sure that that thing freaking runs. So if you think about those kind of Russian nesting dolls with the logo designer really being at the core and then kind of stepping out or really just the designer in general being at the middle, then kind of stepping out based on how that all plays out. A brand designer is kind of the logo designer with the technical skills in a wrapping of a general business understanding and business marketing understanding. What should you look for in a brand designer? Brand designers are, of course, a dime a dozen, especially if you're in any creative uh, Facebook group. You know that there's a lot of people that are brand designers. And really, brand design varies greatly from professional to professional. There is no cut and dry equation for how brand designers are priced or for how they have experience, especially if you're going the freelance route, there's brand designers that have taken all different paths and all different walks of life to get to where they are. So something to consider when you're looking for a brand designer is that they have experience in your niche. If you are a wellness professional, for example, a yoga instructor or a coach or a physical therapist, then work with somebody that has experience in that field. If you are a restaurant, then work with someone who has experience in that field. If you are starting a subscription box, maybe work with a designer that has experience in that field. They're going to save you a lot of time. They may bring up questions you may not have already known. And they're also going to make sure that they are connecting you with the right people. A good brand designer has an entire contact list of people to refer you out to for things like website or social um, copywriting, email marketing, etc. So think of your brand designer not necessarily as the end of the line, but really that connection point outwards and onwards. You should also look for a brand designer that can design for your ideal client. Instead of just finding somebody that you like or you personally love their style, make sure that that style is reflective of what your ideal client wants to see. Is it consistent with what they interact with? Is it on brand? Does it have the right kind of style, the right kind of tone, etc.? I would also be mindful to look for a brand designer that shows good breadth, that they can do lots of different styles. They're not just a one-trick pony. I think it's really easy to fall into a niche or to fall into a consistent style or consistent color palette to a deficit when you're a designer. I think when you're searching for designers, you should be able to see a great range in their skill set because that's going to show that they have lots of experience working for lots of different types of brands or lots of different types of styles that shows a little bit more artistic uh, well-roundedness, so to speak. How do you know if a brand designer is going to be a good fit for your project? You should look and ask very carefully about their process. Are they dialed in on research? Do they have a client management software tool? Do they have really positive reviews? Do they have really great work? Can you see their work? Can you see a large variety in their work, kind of like we just talked about? Uh, what is going to be a good 
investment for you as well. I think everybody has to start somewhere and there's a big range, of course, in pricing as well with brand designers. There is no perfect formula that says X number of years plus this software plus this number of clients means you charge that. It's very subjective and it's very much based on how that designer uh, positions themselves, who they market to, who they work with, what their client load is, whether they have support or not. There's a lot of factors that go into pricing. As a consumer, I would say work with a brand designer that you trust implicitly and that you feel is a good value for the money. I'm obviously more towards the side of branding is an investment. I think a lot of times clients come to me after having worked with a designer that they found on the cheap or was their friend's brother's fiance's roommate from college who has Adobe Illustrator on their computer and said, oh yeah, I can throw together a logo. Again, you get what you pay for. There's an old adage that says fast, cheap, or good, pick two, which I just love. So know that if it's your business, it's your baby, it's going to be your revenue driver, then it makes sense to like dress it up nice, like put out your best foot forward, make sure that it's representing what you're after, it's attracting that right kind of client, and you're not pigeonholing yourself or limiting yourself or bottlenecking yourself into some really not so great branding because it'll do you more harm than good. In an ideal world, you would brand your business once and you could stick with it for all of eternity and it would just be amazing and you'd never have to go back and do it again. That isn't necessarily always the case, but that should be the goal. And your brand designer should try to help you get there. Your brand designer should have a really good understanding of what you're bringing to market, what is your service or product so that they can encapsulate all that goodness that you have to offer and create something that's visually representative of your goals. That is really the challenge at play. That's the big creative puzzle. Lastly, how do you become a brand designer? I feel like maybe this one should be broken off into its own episode because it's this whole topic all on its own. But I think really a brand designer is a graphic designer who shows particular affinity for the business creation process. You're super intrigued by growing businesses. Maybe you're a total junkie for Shark Tank. Maybe you have a keen eye when it comes to pulling together ideas based on just kind of like the semblance of a brand, the semblance of a business and can say, okay, I can already see what that looks like in my head. That to me is a sign of somebody that would be a great brand designer instead of just a graphic designer, like a technical. You kind of have these two categories. You have technical and then you have like creative and big thinkers. And obviously you have to be creative in technical because there's not always going to be the perfect answer or perfect solution. You got to kind of tinker with things and there's creativity involved in that, but there's a different kind of meta, like more business-minded creativity when you're considering brand design over just technical graphic design. So if you like graphic design and you're really, really good and you're really, really fast at Adobe Illustrator or Photoshop or InDesign, etc., those are all awesome skills to have. But if you want to move more towards brand design, start binging on what that business content is. What do brand guides look like for Uber or Lyft or uh, Skillshare or Spotify? It's very easy to Google these. Go look and do a deep dive at what some of the big brand design brand designers that you like to follow on social media. Are they sharing their process? Can you see how they get stuff done? What 
in your opinion, makes a brand look really, really good. Start taking note of these brands that you just idolize and try to figure out what makes them crack. Is it their photography style? Is it their packaging? Is it their color palette? Their social media presence? Start to kind of take note of that stuff because that's all really, really useful information to use down the road with brand design. For myself, I definitely started as just graphic design, started doing a logo or two worked kind of closely with a brand design agency and realized that's really what I loved. And it wasn't really a particular day or time that I said, hurrah, I'm a brand designer now. I just started pitching myself as one and then only taking on projects that fit the brand design description. I stopped offering social media graphics. I stopped offering custom artwork. I stopped offering uh, website design, stop offering the things that aren't getting you closer towards where you want to go. I think that that, again, is a whole other topic for a different podcast episode. But by focusing only on brand design, it lets me get really, 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 really good at my process and really, really, really good at my marketing. So now I do brand design. My pitch is dialed in. I know who I want to work for. I have my ideal client sorted out. And it's a no-brainer when somebody hits my contact form if they're going to be a good fit or not. So that summarizes this whole episode. What is a brand designer? What is a brand? What is a logo designer? What's the difference between a logo and a brand designer? What you should look for, keep an eye out for if you're considering branding or rebranding your business. And lastly, how to become a brand designer, which I really think should probably be its own podcast episode. Nonetheless, I hope you enjoyed this one and I will catch you next time. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Kiss My Aesthetic podcast. For more information, please visit mkwcreative.co slash kmapod or follow along on every social media channel at mkwcreative.co. Also, don't forget to join the Facebook group by the same name, Kiss My Aesthetic, and to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Catch you next time.